is my baie lekker om vir julle welkom te sê in die kerk. You are so welcome on this beautiful Sunday morning. My heart is glad because every day that God creates is a new day that we can uh, remind ourselves of the goodness of the Lord. So baie welkom. Ek wil dankie sê vir amal se bijdragister vir ons Foods of the World project. Uh, vir allemaal wat ondersteun het, uh, ons is baie dankbaar dat het so een groot sukses was. En die kos was baie lekker, die verskillende stalliekies en uh, die moeite wat allemaal gedoen het. Het was eindelijk een baie uh, lekker manier dat ons in ons omgeving so mooi kon saamkom. So thank you for everybody for your participation yesterday for your support, for everybody who bought a ticket. We really appreciate that. It bolsters our income, and we really appreciate everybody who, who took part of the Foods of the World event yesterday. Die uh, afkondigings het julle op, op die skerm gesien. Um, ons wil net sê dat die ons Anglikaanse bere met wie ons gister ook die Food of the World um, proeg, uh, insameling gehad het, hulle verkoop adventskranse, so as die wat belangstel kan vir Margaret Venter, daar is die nommer contact, hulle het een wat hulle vir kerke maak en dan ook een wat jy in jou huis kan, kan sit. So we can support this for our Anglican brothers and sisters, they are making Advent wreaths and that is a wonderful way also to light a candle every week of Advent until, until Christmas. Die name van voorbidding, ons het, ons luist daar is altyd vir ons lekker om vir mekaar te bid. We always say this, and I keep repeating it, there is no limit to this list, because there is no limit to God's goodness, and if we can be praying for each other, it is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Vir allemaal wat vir jaar in hierdie week mag die Heere vir jou baie goed wees, en dan mag hy vir jou seen met sy goedheid en sy liefde. Dis al afkondigings wat ek specifiek onder ons aandag wil plaas, as ons gereed maak om ook die Heerese stem te hoor, soos wat ons het elke sondag hoor, dan bid ons saam hierdie mooi gebed, dat die Heere ons nabij om moet hou. Draw me close to you. So let us start as an introit with this prayer. Draw me close to you and never let me go. Hou my nabai u. Draw me close to you. Never let me go. I lay it all down again To hear you say that I'm your friend You are my desire No one else will do Cause nothing else could take your place to feel the warmth of your embrace Help me find a way Bring me back to you Help me know you are 
mij nooit weer los. Voor u leg mij leven neer, verlangend naar uw vriendschap hier. U alleen verstaan wat ik nodig heb. U liefde wat mij warm te geeft, als u mij in uw arms neemt. Leid mij naar uw hart, breng mij terug naar u. So with this prayer as we come before God this morning, draw me close to you. It is a wonderful prayer because we know God comes to us first and we can just surrender to him. And now that we've prayed that, we can know the following. And this is an affirmation of our faith. Here, I is the Alpha and the Omega. The first and the last. The begin and the end. The one what is and what was and what weer kom. I is the Almachtige. Lord, you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You are the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty One. Amen. And because we are here, in the name of the one who started everything, who will continue everything, and who invites us to a glorious being with him forever. We now can enter into his grace. You are beloved children of God, because the God of love and care and grace and hope receives you in his kindness and goodness. Die drie enige God het jou innig lief, my kind. Hy trek jou na hom toe met alles wat jy nodig het. Amen. Amen. God blesses us with a new day every day and we can sing about that. We can sing about the new morning that has broken. Morning has broken like the first morning Blackbird has spoken Like the first bird Praise for the singing Praise for the morning Praise for them springing Fresh from the world Dit is a more 
Jesus, die Erste, singende Volk ist, kondigte dann. Dank für die Liki, dank für die Morde, alles geschaffen, um nicht zu wies. Sweet the rain's new fall, sunlit from heaven, like the first dew fall on the first grass. Praise for the sweetness of the wet garden, sprung in completeness where his feet pass. Dope the ardour, sonlich van boven, vochtige grassel, vruchtbaar en vaars. Dank vir die oosten, plante en bome, almal wat lewe, sien dit is goed. Mijn is de sunlight, mijn is de morning, born of the one light, Eden so plain. Praise with elation, praise every morning, God's recreation of the new day. Dag om te leven, lucht vir my oor, laat my ook denk aan Eden's eten. Dank elke morgen, Vernieuwe kanse, ons dank vermeerder, ook hier die dag. So with the news, the rain and everything that God blesses us with we can come into uh, expectation of all God's recreation of everything new also spiritually in our lives ons gee graag vir ons kinders kans om na die kinderkerk te gaan saam met Nikki en Benny hulle children's church time for our children who normally goes with Nikki and Benny. We are in the season in the, our liturgical year of the season of God's blessings in nature, the kingdom, but also the season of the completion, the culmination of everything, the season where everything realizes that God is in control of perfection, of God is wrapping up his creation and preparing us for eternity that's already started with him. In Afrikaans noem ons hierdie deel van die liturgische jaar die, die deel van die volleinding waar ons ook dink aan Godse wederkomst, aan waar hy goeders totaal en alkom niet maak. In een aansluiting daarbij 
is het altijd voor jou en voor mij een wonderlijke voorrecht om onszelf aan God toe te wij. Our dedication this morning comes from the well-known um, action that God requires from us. What does it boil down to in our lives? What is the one word that can, you know, in, what can entail everything? And that is the word love, because when we, we call the word love, we call God in our minds. Daarom sê die Heere Jesus, Jy moet as hulle vraag, wat moet ons doen om gereed te word? Wat, wat, wat is die kern van ons leven? Jy moet die Heere jou God lief hee, met jou hele hart, met jou hele siel, en met jou hele verstand. Is eigenlijk net een manier om te sê met, met jou totale wees. En jy moet jou naaste lief hee soos jouself. Jesus says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. So, this is with everything that I am, everything that I can give, I must I must dedicate myself to God's love and then to everybody around me. And remember, my neighbor might also be the, the creation of God, something God created. My neighbor can also be my dog, my cat. My neighbor can be my plant that I have to water every day. It's the totality of my love for God and everything that He created. So if we look at this very small word with a big meaning and the impact in our love, lives, the word love, our love to God and our neighbors, what is the invitation to you and me that the Holy Spirit give, gives you and me now, if, if I say the word love, what is the response and what is the invitation from the Holy Spirit to you and me this morning? As jy die woord liefde hoor, en jy stel, ek en jy stel ons nou self oop, waartoe roep die Heere sy gees jou? En vir elkeen is ons dit talk verskillend vanmorgen. So daarom gee ek vir jou en vir my kans paar oomlikke dat ons dit wat die Heere ons naartoe roep, dat ons nie daarop kan reageer. Let us respond for a few moments by bowing our heads in silent prayer. Amen. Oh.
praise God our Lord. For dar liefde is in dierness, for dar liefde is, dar is God Heavenly Father, thank you that we could enter into the love circle of kindness and grace and goodness this morning. Thank you that when entering a church, we know that we're entering into the space of your love. And this is the reason why we're here, because we know that your love changes everything. It changes our hearts, our thinking pattern, the way we act. Yes, Lord, you in our lives, you change. You change everything. And therefore, we are also open to receive your word of love and kindness this morning. Hier is ons die kinders, ons is weer by mekaar, Heere. En ons kom na u toe, omdat u ons uitnooi. U nooi ons altijd uit om binnen die kring te kom sit van liefde. En liefde wat dan uitkring in concepte soos genade en hoop en vry word en heel word en gezond word. Dankie dat ons in hierdie kring vanmorgen kan sit, ook as ons na die woord luister. Amen. Our scripture reading is from Luke chapter 20 verse 27 to 38. It is a conversation that Jesus have with the Sadducees and we can listen to that and find the message for us this morning. Lukas hoofstuk 20 Jesus' gesprek met die Sadduceers Sommige van die Sadduceers wat sê dat daar nie een opstanding is nie kom toe en vraag hom Meester Mozes het vir ons voorgeskryf dat as iemand sy broer getrouwd is en kinderloos sterf, sy broer die vrou moet neem vir sy broer om vir sy broer een nageslag te verwek. So was daar eenmaal sewe broers. Die eerste een het die vrou geneem, maar kinderloos gesterf. Ook die tweede en die derde broer het met haar getrouwd. En net so, sonder dat hulle kinders nagelaat het, het al sewe broers gesterf. Ten laaste het ook die vrou gesterf. Hierdie vrou, wie van hulle sy vrou is sy dan met die opstanding? Al sewe het al immers as vrou gehad. Jesus het hulle geantwoord. Die mense van hierdie bedeling tree in die huwelik en word in die huwelik uitgegee, maar diegene wat waardig geacht word om die toekomstige bedeling en die opstanding uit die dood te verkry, tree nie in die huwelik nie en word ook nie in die huwelik uitgegee nie. Hulle kan nie meer sterf nie want hulle is soos engele en kinders van God, omdat hulle aan die opstanding deel het. 
dat die dooi is opgewek word, het selfs Mooses in die gedeelte oor die dooringbos uitgewees. Want hy, die Heere, die God van Abraham en die God van Isaac en die God van Jacob noem. Hy is nie een God van dooies nie, maar van levendes. Wat hom betref, is hulle immers allemaal levendes. Then, Jesus was approached by some Sadducees, religious leaders, who say there is no resurrection from the dead. They posted this question. Teacher, Moses gave us a law that if a man dies, leaving a wife but no children, his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will carry on the brother's name. Well, suppose there were seven brothers. The eldest one married and then died without children. So the second brother married the widow, but he also died. Then the third brother, brother married her. This continued with all seven of them who died without children. Finally, the woman also died. So tell, tell us, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? For all seven were married to her. Jesus replied, Marriage is for people here on earth, but in the age to come, those worthy of being raised from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage, and they will never die again. In this respect, they will be like angels. They are children of God and children of the resurrection. But now, as to whether the dead will be raised, even Moses proved this when he wrote about the burning bush. Long after Abram, Isaac and Jacob had died, he referred to the Lord as the God of Abram, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. So, he is the God of the living, not the dead, for they are all alive to him. Here ends our scripture reading, and this was also the conversation Jesus had with the Sadducees. And this is God's gospel to you and me this morning, and we have to find the gospel's meaning for us today. Amen? Amen. Yeah, this is a very interesting conversation that took place. And it's interesting if we know the context of this conversation is in the last week before Jesus died on the cross. Jesus is preparing for the crucifixion and now he is being bombarded by different people with different questions. There were the leading priests that questioned Jesus. They were, and Jesus told the parable of the, um, uh, 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 the, the man who, who, who gave his land for them to, as a tenant to work on it, and then they came and they killed the owner's son, referring to him, as God the Father that sent his son and they killed him. So he's preparing them for his own death. They question Jesus about taxes. They say, if you a religious person, should you pay taxes? And then Jesus tell, tells them, you have to pay the taxes. Pay Caesar what Caesar's is due to Caesar. So he's got difficult questions. And then, this group, this special group of religious leaders, and they were a very special group, the Sadducees, they came and they posted a ridiculous situation 
to Jesus. Actually, they, they wanted to try and catch Jesus out. Because they didn't believe in the resurrection or life after death. And they wanted to pose this ridiculous question to Jesus to tell him, you know, th this is how ridic ridiculous ri uh, resurrection is. And then Jesus answers them. We will go into the answer just now, but, but you, you see, and this is what you and I should gather from, from, from this scripture reading this morning. And it is true about ourselves and about a lot of other people as well. Sometimes we think about questions, we think about trick questions, because it hides something else. It hides some uncertainties in our lives. And then we want to ridicule somebody's belief system. And this is what the Sadducees wanted to do. They wanted to hide their own misunderstanding. And therefore, they posed these trick questions to Jesus. So here, here Sadduceers, wat glad nie in die opstanding gegloed nie, wat een baie rijk groepie binnen die godsdienstige leiderskap van Jesus' tyd was, hulle wou toe nou Jesus belachelijk maak om te sê, jy leef net op hierdie aarde en as jy klaar geleef het, is alles tot die einde. En as dit alles geëindig het, dan is jou leven ook klaar en voorbij. En nou, nou dink hulle een moendelike scenario uit. Van hierdie, daar, Moses het gesê, daar is iets soos die liberatie wil ek, dit beteken, Jy moet altyd een nageslag hee, so as een man en een vrou met mekaar trouw, en hierdie man en die vrou het glad die kinders nie, en, en die man gaan dood, dan moet die broers van hierdie man met hierdie vrou trouw, en kinders by haar hee. En as dit nie kan nie, moet dit, dit, dit gaan altyd van die oudste na die jongste broer so af. Nou, nou stel hulle so'n belachelike ding van, sewe broers trouw met hierdie vrou, en die een van hulle het kinders nie, nou is hulle allemaal dood, en hierdie vrouw is dood, nou kom hulle in die hemel, en met wie gaan sy nou getrouwd wees? Dit is nou die vraag. So the question is, in heaven, who is married to whom now, of the seven brothers, with, with, with only one bride? So it's a ridiculous question. But you see, what they didn't, ha they, 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 they not open and they not honest with Jesus because the Sadducees were the capitalists, the materialists, the rich people. They also controlled everything in the temple because they wanted to have the temple taxes. So they were in control. And if you think that this life is the only life, you will grab everything that you can get to be the best in this life. You will trample on people because you want the best life for you. Because if you think there's no life after this life, you, you want to have the best life you can. So that's why they were materialists. And that's why we call them materialist because they only believed in the material things, the things that they see. They had no openness for life after this life. They had no openness that this, this life is not the only life. So, om a materialist to be, soos die sadiseers, is om to say, ek gloe net in die dinge wat ek kan sien. Daar is nie een leven na hierdie leven nie. So, ek moet nou die beste maak van hierdie leven. So, ek kan mense uitbuit, ek kan op mense trap. Ek moet nou die beste vir my maak, want dit is die enigste leven wat ek het. So, this, 
this special group, they had no openness for the mystery of God's kingdom of a new world, new world of coming, of resurrection, of everlasting life. They could only believe in what they see. Hulle het net die dinge wat hulle kan sien as waardig geag. En daarom het hulle mense uitgebuid en het hulle gedink, as jy nou godsdienstig geseend is, dan is jy voorspoedig. And we have a similar concept in our days today, and we call it the prosperity gospel. That people say, if you're a child of God, you must have the best and everything must just go well in your life. Only prosperity. This is the only thing that shows that you are a real child of God. And it's just prosperity, prosperity. And if, if you don't have it, there's something wrong with your faith. You don't believe right, whatever, you know. And we can carry on with that type of prosperity gospel. So the Sadducees were, were, were those type of people. They only believed in material things. That's why we call them materialists, capitalists. Money, money, money makes the world go around. We know that song. And what, what I can have. They never had an openness or an inclination that God is actually preparing us on this earth to take us into resurrection, into a new world. And then we know from the um, theology of John in Revelation the last book of the Bible that say that God will come and that he will wipe all the tears and that he will give us a new heaven and a new earth and all those things. They had no openness for those things because they thought this world is the only world that counts. That's why they created that, that stupid scenario of seven brothers with one bride, and now they actually want to catch Jesus unaware. So what is Jesus' answer? And this is what you, this is the gospel for you and me also this morning. He says, in the resurrection life, in heaven, it's a new dispensation. People are not giving, will not be given out in marriages like this life. So we don't know how it exactly will work, but Jesus opens the eyes for things. Do not compare the, the trials and tribulations, the imperfections of this life. Do not compare that with the life that God has for us. Because there's a difference between imperfection and perfection. There's a difference between what is limited and what is unlimited. So Jesus answers them and he, he, he wants to open their spiritual eyes to say, listen, if you have faith in God, you enter into a place of unlimitedness. Because God's grace and goodness is unlimited don't limit God by your limited minds of who's going to be married with who and whatever. In the next dispensation, everything will be new. We don't know exactly how it will be, but he opens the curtain a little bit to tell us, don't take the limited limit of this dispensation. Don't take the imperfections that you and I have to suffer with now. Don't take that into heaven. 
Don't take that into resurrection because resurrection is perfect, unlimited love and connection with God. So this is what he answers. He wants to open their eyes to say, you think this life is the only life. You think you must do what you can to have the most perfect of lives here. But Jesus says, I've got news for you. Resurrection is even more wonderful, more beautiful than anything you can think of. So, what is the, the message that Jesus says, and faith, faith in this Jesus of the resurrection, this faith in this God who gave his son Jesus Christ and resurrected him from the dead, faith in this God will make you worthy. And if we read it, you know, too quickly, we miss this answer from Jesus. I want to read it to you again. Jesus says, marriage is for people here on earth. So he's not just talking about marriage. He wants to open their eyes for everything that is from this earth that is limited and painful. Is here. It's not for resurrection. Marriage is for people here on earth. But in the age to come, those, and then we miss it sometimes, those worthy of being raised from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage. Those who are worthy. Kijk hoe mooi zei dat in Afrikaans. Hij zei, die mensen wat, wat geacht wordt, om die toekomstige bedeling en die opstang uit die dood te verkry, tree nie meer in die huwelik nie. Die mense wat geacht word. So, those who are worthy, God, God through Jesus Christ is inviting the Sadducees and all of us and the whole world to say, I look at you, my child, as a worthy being, and I created you for eternity. You are worthy. Don't limit yourself just to the terrible things of this world. I've got a plan for you. I've got a future for you. Die jimmel staan vir jou oop. Jy is waardig. Moe net rondskarrel en dink hierdie wereld is die enigste werkelijkheid. Hij maakt die oor oop vir die toekomst. En dan gaan hij nog verder. En hij sê, and, and this is the beautiful thing that he says. And you, you also limit yourself. Because you Sadducees, you know what you do? You, you claim you only believe in the first five books of the Bible. And that in those books, Moses didn't even mention heaven. Then he says, you are so wrong. And he answers them in a beautiful way. He says, those people will never die. You, you can also enter into a relationship with this Jesus that makes you worthy that you will never die. He says, and they will never die again. In this respect, they will be like angels. So, he's actually adding to the worth that he's creating us for. Hy, hy, hy gaan op syke stapies, hy sê, jy gaan nie net opgewek word na die, na die dood nie, jy gaan wees soos een engel. You are going to be like an angel. They are like children of God and children of the resurrection. So, He's opening the curtain for us and for the world and for all believers that say God created this wonderful space for us and he's preparing us 
to enter into this space through our faith in Jesus Christ, who was the first person to be resurrected from death. And therefore he says, you, you, you say, Sadducees, you say, oh, only Moses, Moses never uh, had any reference to heaven. And he said, but look at the way that, that he talks about Abram and Isaac and, and our forefathers. He says, they, they, he called him the God of Abram, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So he is the God of the living, not the dead, for they are all alive to him. So Jesus answers them in the most beautiful way, without fighting, without disguarding them, without criticizing them. He actually answers them in such a beautiful way of inviting them making them excited about resurrection and the eternal life that comes. So, what is the message for you and me this morning? The message is that we can know that we enter into resurrected life through our faith in Jesus Christ. It is already part of our lives. We don't have to be like the Sadducees and scramble and, and trample on other people and say, this is the only life, I must make the best of it. And we, we disregard, you know, all those uh, uh, ways that people talk about, oh, life is terrible or life is a bitch and then you die and, you know, all, all those terrible things, because we, we cannot talk like that when we believe in the resurrection, when we believe in hope through Jesus Christ. We cannot talk about limitness if we know that this Jesus opened up the beauty of eternity for us. This is the first thing. We live with hope and we disregard all the, the terrible things that we say about how difficult this life is. Secondly, we ask God to open our eyes that we see beyond the material things that we enter into the mystery of the beauty of our faith. We cannot explain everything. And that's the beauty. The beauty of the mysterious God that started a relationship with you and me. So ons tree ook in die mysterie van Godse goedheid. Ons hoef nie alles op ons vingers te kan verklaar en uit te lee en te kere te gaan nie. Ons kan ook sê, geloofig kan ons God vertrouw dat hij een pad met ons het en dat hij ons kom haal. Soos wat Jesus dan ook vir sy disciples sê in diezelfde week voor sy kruisiging. Hij sê, ek gaan om vir julle plek gereed te maak en als ik gegaan het, dan kom ik julle haal en ek gaan julle wees en julle gaan neem en julle gaan bij mij wees. I prepare a place for you. And when your place is ready, I will come and I will take you and you will be with me. Because in the mansion of my Father, in eternity, in resurrection, there's space for everyone. So this is opening the hope in our lives. Opening the hope with the things that we struggle with now. As it now for you moeilik is, can you say, omdat daar een opstandingsgeloof is, weet ek, hierdie, hierdie ding, hierdie siekte, hierdie, hierdie moeilike situasie, is nie die einde nie. 
opstandingsgeloof sê, God het het in beheer, en hy kom spreek lewe, and then we enter into a amazement, in awe of our faith, and we carry on, and we, we confess what the eyes and the ears and, and whatever hasn't seen or heard, God has prepared for us. That's mystery. But that's, that is faith. Faith in resurrection. Wat die oog nie gesien het nie, wat die oor nog nie van gehoor het nie, dit het God vir jou en vir my kom gereed maak. So, let us be very aware of the trick questions that we hide our real frustration. And I've tried to, to list some of those questions just for you and to remind you and me how we often, as God's children, talk and how we become Sadducees in our way of thinking. Ons is ook maar betekker lekker soos die ou Sadduceers, ne? En ons sê betekker syke dinge. As as God een God van liefde is, hoekom, en dan vul ons ons eie goedkies by, hoekom laat hy toe dat ek so sikkel, hoekom het hy my kind van my weggeneem, hoekom dit en dit en dit, as God een God van liefde is, God is a God of love, why did this and this and this and this happen in my life? We may ask the question, but if it is from a position of being a Sadducee that it's only about this life, if we do not have an openness for eternity, where is our consolation? Where is our hope? If we stay stuck with these questions, God doesn't love me, this is why this happened to me. If we stay stuck here, we just like the Sadducees. Another question. If God knows what, what will happen, why do I have to pray? That's also a, a question that the Sadducees would ask. As God dan alles weet wat gaan gebeur, hoekom moet ek nog bid? Hoekom moet ek nog na die Heere toe gaan met iets? Alles is moet so mooi uitgeleef vir my. You see, when we talk like that, there's no openness for the mystery of resurrection, of hope, of another plan that God might have. Another way of Sadducees type of thinking would be, God is punishing me. That's why I I suffer from this difficult things at the moment. God is bezig om my te straf, dis ook om hierdie goed met my gebeur. You see? And then, when, we, when you talk to a lot of people, we often hear this, ach, ek kan toch nie alles in die Bijbel verstaan nie so, jy weet, dit maak jy sin nie, ek kan nie alles verstaan nie, Hoe kan dit en dit gebeur? Hoe kan dit en dit moendlik wees? I don't understand everything in the Bible. There, there, there's difficult passages that I, I cannot understand. You hear the I, I the whole time without opening my mind to say, maybe my mind is limited. Maybe I don't know anything everything. Maybe I must come to the point that I can say, God, I just move into the mystery of how you act. And even, even if I cannot understand it, I will still cling to you 
because I believe in hope. I believe in resurrection. And I believe that you are a loving God. You, you look at me as a worthy creation. And you connect with me on such a level that I cannot explain it in words. So, I've tried just to open some of the ways that we think and then we become like the Sadducees. Without hope, and then, then we will just live for now. Then we will be self-directed. I don't understand everything, so I don't believe anymore. Selfishness. I will get what I can because this life is the only life. I will just live to the fullest. Tomorrow I die and then everything is gone. I couldn't care about Poor people, hungry people, whatever people, I just live for myself. Selfsuchtigheid. Greediness. Ne? Gierigheid. Ek wil net vir myself insamel alles wat ek kan kry. Want hierdie lewe is die enigste lewe. Self-interest. It's only about me and what suits me. And then Jesus comes and he says, I've made you worthy as my child. I'm preparing you for eternity. And on the way, I ask you to love God, but also love your neighbor. I ask you to follow Jesus and in his footsteps, live this life here. And you and I, can enter into the resurrection hope of eternity. May God bless us when we hear the scripture reading this morning. And whatever God opened in your mind, I pray that the Holy Spirit will continue with working in you and me and in our thinking patterns. And I pray that God will help us to enter into the mystery and the hope and the beauty and the grace of resurrection, theology and faith. Amen. Amen. Let's thank God for his, the beauty of his word. Here, thank dat u ons oor vanmorgen weer kom oopmaak het, toe u die sadiseers van die tyd geantwoord het, en dankie dat u ons vanmorgen bewus maak, van opstandingslewe, dat ons voorbij die materiële, dat ons voorbij dit wat ons sien kan kyk, en dat ons kan vasthou aan die dinge wat u vir ons voorbereid, wat ons nou nog nie kan sien nie, maar dat ons in geloof aan kan vasthou. Thank you Lord, that you invite us this morning into resurrection hope and resurrection belief and that you remind us of our worthiness, that you remind us that you call us children of you. That you, that you remind us that we will never die. That we will always be with you. Thank you for all these affirmations this morning. We enter into the beauty of your grace and mysterious hope. And we will continue to cling to you with all we have. Bless us as worthy 
children of God. Amen. Amen. You know, when we were small, we were taught this beautiful hymn that we are going to sing now. As I weer kom, as I weer kom, kom al hy sy perels na, ek dink die nieuwe vertaling sê nou, kom al hy sy kinders. So, childlike, we can sing that this morning. When he cometh, when he cometh, he will, he will gather us. As I weer kom, as I weer kom, kom haal I say kinders, al say kinders wat een omglo om by hom te wees. Ja, ons wacht op die Heere en ons sing tot sy ere. Ja, hy kom weer verseker om ons te kom haal. When he cometh, when he cometh to make up his jewels, all his jewels, precious jewels, his love and his own. Like the stars of the morning, his brightness adorning, they shall shine in their beauty, bright gems for his crown. By the Father, by the Father, make I for us one plek, so that all what in Him glow, ook by Him can wees. Ja, ons wacht op die Heere, en ons sing tot sy ere. Ja, hy kom weer verseker, om ons te kom haal. He will gather, he will gather the gems for his kingdom. All the pure ones, all the bright ones, his loved and his own. Little children, Kind van God, jij is een waardige, waardige, kostbare juweel voor God. En hij zal je altijd oppassen. En hij zal je nooit los nie. You are the jewel in God's crown. He created you, child of God, with beauty and grace. And he will never forsake you. And he will gather you and he will let you enter into eternity. Amen. Amen.